Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. Well, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that 190 million couples exchanged Valentines on Valentine's Day, and I didn't get any Valentines, okay? So, you know, I got a lot of Valentines, okay? So we're even. We don't need to do that again. You got me, all right? Uh, sometimes you got to know this stuff just comes out. I mean, I don't, I don't like think it through, okay? I probably should, but my, how would I, my mouth gets ahead of my brain. Did you ever, I bet everybody's had that problem. <laughs> Maybe not. It may be just me, but uh, sometimes it does. So the, the message here tonight is obviously pretty clear, and I, I imagine for most of us, it's, and for me, believe me, it's, a, it's just a very challenging message that Jesus lays out to, to his disciples and to all of us as his current day disciples. So the first reading is from Samuel. That's an interesting reading. Um, Saul was the king of Israel, okay? And he was really threatened by David and tried every way in his power to eliminate David, and it never worked out. You had these like two armies in contention with one another. So as you heard tonight, uh, David had a chance to take Saul's life. I mean, he crept into the camp. He picked up the sword. His servant said, let's get this over with. David said, it's not right to do this. As bad as Saul has been to me, you know, he is the anointed of God. It's not right that I should take his life. But he certainly let Saul know that he was there by taking his sword and his helmet or whatever he took. You know, he just wanted him to know. And he said, if you want it, come on up and get it. And that wasn't a threat. It was just saying, look, you know, let's get past this. And eventually Saul got that message, if you keep reading in the book of Samuel. And then Jesus talks about forgiveness, right? And, you know, not counting the cost. And I, I immediately thought of this story that you'll all be familiar with, because it's just a, a very powerful story about forgiveness. In June of 2015, uh, a young deranged white man went into the um, AME church in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm sure we all remember that. Now, just so you know, because I never knew this probably till some years ago, what AME, I always thought it was a Baptist church, but AME, what it stands for is African, I don't know how this works, but I know what it stands for, African Methodist Episcopal. That's what AME is, African Methodist Episcopal Church. So it wasn't a Baptist church, it was kind of a middle-of-the-road Protestant church. Uh, the vast majority of the folks in that church that evening when that young man came in, most of them were African-Americans, most of them were black. And as you know, uh, the young man came in and killed nine of the people in the church, just, you know, without even blinking. And um, one of them that he killed was the pastor. And his hope was that this would cause like a racial crisis, not only in South Carolina, but 
throughout the country. You know, it would be a, a race war between blacks and whites. So what happened, and you all know this, but it's just so powerful, it's worth reflecting on when it comes to forgiveness. Um, family members, friends, the spouse of the pastor, all got up in that church sort, shortly after this incident took place and forgave the young man who did it. They forgave the young man who did it. Publicly, on the microphone, they spoke of forgiveness for this young man. And consequently, there wasn't any upheaval that followed that. But it was just such a powerful example of forgiveness that it, it really kind of serves for me and I hope for others of us as a, a recognition of the fact that, you know, carrying all that stuff in our heart, whatever, you know, and I'm sure we've all been hurt We've all experienced disappointment in our lives on behalf of people that shouldn't have disappointed us. And we find it hard to forgive and find it hard to let go. And But what I think the message of those folks in Charleston, South Carolina was that when you forgive a person, whatever they've done, you know, they've moved on. They don't care, probably, unless they hurt you deliberately and they're harboring some stuff. But when you forgive them, what it does, it, it diminishes the anger and the resentment that you're carrying in your heart. Now, you got to know those folks were angry, okay? And they were certainly very saddened by what took place, but they were able to get above that by forgiveness, and it diminished the anger and the resentment and all the other stuff that had to be going on in their hearts and in their heads. So it's just a very powerful story about the effects of forgiveness and you know, whatever we can do to find a place, it just, you know, it, it only hurts us. We carry this stuff around and it's, it's a waste of time. It really and truly is. And chances are, as I said, the other person's moved on or the other person's, whoever they are. And just remember, the, the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. That's, I mean, it's just, you could reflect on this gospel for a long time. But so I'd encourage you to do that. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.